Hello, everyone. Welcome to That Makes Sense podcast. It has literally been over two months since I've been on here. That is so crazy to me. I had every intention of being consistent, at least coming on once a week. And then just, you know, I'll tell you a little bit about me. I add a lot of things to my life. And then just some personal things have happened. And so I've kind of just had to set some things aside. Um, But I'm back today and hopefully to be consistent every single week. I'm excited because I love talking about things that I learn and believing that those things that I do learn can help somebody else. So I am passionate about knowledge and applying it and sharing it. So thank you for being here. And um, I am going to just tell you a little bit of what's going on with me right now. So um, back in May, I spoke at um, a conference for Mother's Day. At that time, I was asked by a gentleman at this church that I spoke at if I would lead, put together, speak at, whatever, a women's conference. So originally it was planned um, for October of 2022, and then we pushed it back to January 21st, 2023, thinking that would be an excellent date because of uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas and just all of those things that um, are amazing things where we celebrate the birth of Jesus Um But also, January would just probably be a really good time because it's blah winter. Some of you may love it, and some days I do, and some days I don't. But thankfully, living in Arkansas, I do get a variety of weather. So uh, some people complain about that, but I love it because I may get a 70-degree day, and the next day, like this morning, maybe 35. So anyway, that conference is coming up in January, and the crazy thing about it is I immediately, I don't want to say immediately, but probably within a month or two knew that I was not going to be like the speaker. I had three people come to my mind that I knew um, needed to speak at this conference. One of them being a mental health professional. She's a psychotherapist, a friend of mine, another uh, friend of mine who I have known um, for probably seven years, seven, eight years. I met her through running. Um, She will be speaking at the conference. And then I have another friend that that was placed on my mind, and she will also be speaking at the conference. So all of that to say, isn't it just amazing how, um, you know, I love speaking, but isn't it amazing how we think we're going to do something in a specific place or that's, you know, we, someone's asked me to do it. So I should be the one to speak. But immediately those other women came to my mind. And honestly, I have an idea of what they might speak about, but I really don't know. And I'm so excited to hear them. I am going to speak at the conference in January, but I'm not going to speak much. My plan as of right now, unless that changes, is to introduce each lady, um, and then share just a little bit as I'm introducing the lady. So I'm saying all that to lead up to what I want to talk about today. And I I want to share this because I know that we all struggle in this area. 
um, because we're human beings and some of us are better at not struggling in this area than others. Um, but it definitely depends on your life, your current situation, your past experiences, just your whole everything that led you up to today. And that is unattended resentment, anger, rage, unforgiveness, malice, all of those things that are stated in Ephesians 4.31, where we are reminded to get rid of all of those things. It actually says, get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, brawling, and slander, along with every form of malice. And with this verse on my mind in the past few weeks, I have been visioning the filter of God and how when we are, well, when we first believed how we were stamped by the Lord and the filter of God, I'll tell you why this has been on my mind. So I've really been struggling with some things, um, resentment this past, this year, and just because of some specific things that have gone on in my life, I've never felt resentment like I have felt it in this year, in the past six months, especially, um, to the point where I felt like my relationship with the Lord was very different. And it makes perfect sense because if you are um, harboring, allowing resentment to live inside of you, and if you're watching, (laughs) if you're watching videos or maybe even a few TikToks that can build on that resentment so that you can be justified in the way that you are feeling, then you basically, I was just growing an even higher, I guess you could say, wall of resentment. And this is what got me thinking about the filter of God. So a couple of weeks ago, um, you know, I I love to run. And while I'm running, it's, it's really my favorite time. It's one of my favorite times where I just, I have a lot of thoughts and I can hear God talking to me and I'm processing things that are going on and I learn new things. I mean, I learn so many things when I'm moving my body. And so I started imagining the filter of God and how I am in Christ and I have a filter around me. I'm imagining a filter around me. And if I have this filter around me, and I am struggling, and I'm going to call the filter the Holy Spirit. Um, If I have this filter around me, and I'm struggling with words that someone has said to me, and I have taken those words and allowed them to live inside of me, not that I believe the words, it's not that, uh, because I don't. But harboring the words to cause resentment and unforgiveness towards whoever it is. Okay. And so anyway, when I started thinking about the filter of God, I, it's like I was just 
standing still, I had to stop and really think about what God was telling me. And I imagined this filter and I thought, okay, well, if I have a, if I bear the Holy Spirit in which I do, I have a filter. I have a filter that every single word that is said to me that is not true going through that filter. And what I should do is be able to stand strong in my foundation in Christ and be able to not allow words to affect me, right? That is so hard. It is so hard to not allow words to affect you. It's so difficult. And it makes perfect sense because also in the Bible, it says that our words are life and death. They, we, we have the ability to speak life into ourselves, to speak life into other people. And we have the ability to speak death, to condemn, to discourage people, um, tell them everything that's wrong with them. We have, we can go either way. And so when I started thinking about the filter of God, I thought, you know, bearing the Holy Spirit, anything that is brought to me, I need to be more mature in my emotions to be able to stand there and say this, those words that have been spoken to condemn me must go through the filter of God. And if they go through the filter of God, then they will not live inside of me because the filter of God, I'm going to know it's going to like bounce all the words back. Basically, those don't belong to me. You know, in the Bible, it says to let our yes be yes and our no be no so that we will not be condemned. And y'all, that that is another scripture that has just been weighing on my heart because when we allow words to affect us in a profound way, then sometimes we end up speaking back to whoever it is that is hurting us. Um, maybe we're not saying bad things, but we may be defending ourselves or crying or whatever it may be. Um or just talking too much, really. And I don't know about you, but sometimes when I say too many things, um, I end up condemning myself. I, I end up um, believing what someone else is saying, therefore accepting condemnation. And there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. We all do things wrong. We all make mistakes, but there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus period. There just isn't. So the filter of God, we want everything to go through God. And another thing that that was just, I mean, I'm telling you, he just did a download in me. God is, is supposed to be first in my life. He is above my husband. He is above my friends. He is above my children. He is above my job. He's above everything. That's how it's supposed to flow down, right? And so If God is first in my life, then everything I do, everything I hear, everything I believe, everything I'm involved in must go through the filter of God. And that just 
floored me. I know you may be thinking like, really? That's not even a big deal. (laughs) But I am very much a person who um, um, creates a vision. I mean, I just see things in front of me. I like to imagine what that looks like. And so I wrote down the filter of God, and then I wrote down unattended anger, rage, malice, and unforgiveness living inside of me. And if those things are living inside of me, and I'm speaking from them, living in them, allowing them to affect me, then I am not putting God first. And you know what else? I am also not sober-minded. How about that? You know, a lot of times, um, or most of the time, or all the time, when we think of the word sober, we think um, not drunk. That's and and really in the Bible, I'm not a scholar. I <laughs> I haven't dug deep into this scripture, um, but it really does. It is referencing uh, do not be drunk on wine, um, but be filled with the Spirit, um, something like that. I know I'm close there, and but sober minded. Think about that when I am dwelling on an emotion and I just can't stop and I am stacking the thoughts to feed the resentment, to feed the unforgiveness, to feed the anger, to feed the rage, whatever it may be, I am not clear-minded. I am not focusing. I am not thinking clearly. I am not speaking the truth. I am not using um, the filter of the Lord that he has given me, which is his word. I'm not using all of those things. I am allowing things to come into my spirit that are not true. And y'all, we know that the devil prowls around like a roaring lion waiting for someone to devour. That's what he does. He is just waiting for us to live in one of those emotions so that we can let our guard down and take our armor off. That's what he's doing. He's just waiting. And I'm going to tell you, in the past six months, he's been very um, right on my tail. (laughs) I'm just going to say right on my tail, right on my tail. But we have to resist him and stay firm in our faith. So the filter of God. Um, I, sometimes I can um, really, especially in this past year, I know I keep saying that, especially in the past six months, Um, I can really, let me back up here. I have realized some things in myself by, through self-awareness, through, um, just really taking a look in the mirror and listening to myself speak. And you know, when you start doing that and reflecting on yourself thinking about your motive, why you do things, why you respond the way you do, you get ready for the truth in your life. But you know what? That's what you want. You want the truth in your life. You want those things in you to be revealed so that you can get rid of those things. It says, get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, brawling, and slander, along with every form of malice. The only way to get rid of all of these things is to reflect on yourself. Start journaling, um, whether it's two sentences a day or getting your downloading an app 
that's free. I have an app on my phone and I even um, use my microphone to speak into it because sometimes I'm just lazy and um, have a lot to say and maybe I don't have time to write at all. I really do like to write though. Um, but when you start using some, the tools um, that God has given us, and that is journaling, um, yoga, moving your body in such a way where you're not competing, you're not trying to go faster, you are focusing on your breath that the Lord gave you, um, and just meditating. I know, I've, I feel like I'm everywhere right now, um, but through running, I mean, He's just given us so many resources, so many ways where we are able to self-reflect um, on who we are, why we do what we do, why we say what we say, why we react the way we react, why we stay where we are, why we stay with this person, why we're still friends with them, why we still go to this place, why we're still working at this job. Um, because we get into life and we just keep doing the thing, the thing, the thing, the normal thing. And, um, you know, sometimes you're not supposed to change anything. Sometimes you're just supposed to maybe think, you know what, why am I not feeling joy? I'm the joy set before Jesus. That's what he said. And, um, that's why he died on the cross for me. I am joy. So why am I not feeling it? What am I allowing to weigh myself down. What is it? Um, you know, I, I, I wrote some things down and I'm just going to talk about one. Um, but believing that my past mistakes have determined my future. I have been talking with so many friends lately where past mistakes, um, past failures, past, just past, like yesterday, like last week, like 10 years ago, are affecting them now. Um, and that's what will happen when you start really developing self-awareness. There are going to be some things that God brings to your mind that you need to process and deal with. Um, because if we don't deal with these things, then they are unattended. And then they become unattended anger, rage, malice, unforgiveness. And we do not want those things living inside of us. We just don't, y'all. We are marked with a seal. You were marked with a seal when you first believed. And I know sometimes it feels like we broke out of the seal. <laughs> like we don't feel sealed, but you are sealed. And what I love about the Lord is I know that anytime, like yesterday morning, I was so heavy inside. And I just started reading my Bible, but I thought, I don't need to sit here and read right now. I need to stand up and talk to him. So it's also finding your thing where you know you are going to fill your spirit back up and trying out some things where you know this is what I need right now on a Tuesday. This is what I need right now on a Thursday. And that's what self-awareness does. Self-awareness will also help you to see that you may not be using the filter that you have been given, and that is that you are a child of God. Therefore, you have truth about who you are. And when we start stepping away from those true things about us and start believing 
ourselves even, maybe it's self-talk, maybe it's somebody else, then it starts to affect you. I promise (laughs) um, if you don't feel close right now to God and you have before, so you're able to compare that, then it is something with you. That's just a given because he never leaves us or forsakes us. He just doesn't. And so maybe there's too many things you've added to your life. Maybe it's who's in it. Maybe it's who's speaking into your life. Maybe it's um, your routine. Maybe, you know, it can just be so many things. But don't allow another day to go by without self-reflection of what you're doing, why you're doing it, and where you're going. Because it is too important to... Um, Just keep on being in a place where you know that you aren't supposed to be mentally, physically, or spiritually. So um, I want to leave you with some lyrics. I don't know if you've heard this song. I think it's Colton Dixon. I think that's who. Yeah. Um, And it's his song called Build a Boat, and I absolutely love it. It's one of those songs right now where I can just turn up and dance, and I just love the beat to it. It's fun. Um, But he says, I will build a boat in the sand where they say it never rains, and I will stand up in faith. I'll do anything it takes. With your wind and my sails, your love never fails or fades. I'll build a boat in the desert place. And when the flood and the water starts to rise, I'll ride the storm because I got you by my side. With your wind in my sails, your love never fails or fades. I'll build a boat. So let it rain. Thank you for listening today, friends. And I hope you have um, an amazing rest of the day and a Merry Christmas. Um, Talk to you soon.